In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. From men in the arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with our producer and co-host, Dale Culver. How are you doing today, Dale? I'm doing really good. Really good? Sweet. Really, really good. So what do you got for me? You got a man law? Yeah, man. Uh, so thinking about this as I'm hanging out with my kid on in the mornings, and it is it is your job, man, to disciple your kids. If something's important to you and you think that they should learn it and know it, it's your job to teach them. Don't, yeah. don't kick that off to someone else. Um, you have uh, a little equipping today that I think goes along with this, and so it just inspired me i've had to take the reins back with my 15 year old and get her butt in the chair 7 15 a.m so her and i can go through stuff that's going to help her throughout the day in her life yeah that's really good man i th- i think this is a part of the issue with guys is is we don't even know what spiritual leadership is i think guys generally rather just go to work and be left alone <laughs> you know but god calls them to do something that maybe some of them it's not natural and so you know, even though we tell guys they're the spiritual leader, I think a lot of times guys don't understand what that means. They don't sense that in themselves. They don't see themselves as a spiritual leader. They don't know what that means. And so it reminds me of a funny story, interesting story. It was about a month before Christmas, several years ago, and I was running a, a group of men, our men in the arena, about 10 guys. And these guys were raw. These Many of these guys hadn't been a church in years. Christian guys, but they really desperately needed discipleship. They didn't have a whole lot of understanding of uh, biblical anything. (laughs) So I remember I asked the guys this question. I said, what is a spiritual leader? And man, I had fried egg eyes staring back at me. And one of the guys finally spoke up. He's an ex-college football player, big guy, man's man. He said, he looked at me right in the eye and he pointed his finger at me. He said, you are. (laughs) <laughs> and I pointed right back at him, and I said, no, you are. And I shot back with conviction, and it kind of stunned him, you know. And what what we're saying here today, guys, is we, we want to talk to you about leading your family spiritually through the holiday season. And just like Dale was saying in the man law, men don't defer spiritual leadership. They own it. So I want to go back into the Bible. In the New Testament, there are three sections that scholars call household codes. So these New Testament sections of Scripture are found in Ephesians 5, 
22 through 6, 9. Colossians 3, 18 through 4, 1. And 1 Peter 3, 1 through verse 7. So let's, let me read this. For example, in Colossians 3, 18 to 21, we read this. Wives, be subject to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be embittered against them. Children, be obedient to your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not exasperate your children so they will, they will not lose heart. So the focus on these household codes, men, is the husband-wife, parent-child, and master-slave relationships. These codes were developed to urge new first-century uh, Christians to comply with the non-negotiable requirements of the patria potestas, which is the potency of the patriarch. So back in the, the time of uh, the first century church, there was a Roman law that gave the father complete authority over his family to the point where he could actually execute if he chose to and if he had grounds for disobedience or something like this. So it was absolute uh, and, and and the reason why they did that is because the Roman government believed that the health of the household ran parallel to uh, the health of the culture. And so the, the emperor-subject relationship was similar to the father-family relationship. And so these things had to be in order or the family or the culture would crumble. And if this is true for us today, then we are in a cultural crisis when it comes to reclaiming our families. Our families are broken. Our families are damaged. Men are not there. 40% of children are born out of wedlock. 50% of children from divorce do not see their dad for an entire year. 70% of cohabiting couples get into divorce. 50% or more of non-cohabiting couples get in divorce. And that is the same, same stat in and out of the church. So we have a crisis right now, and the reason we have a crisis is because men, we are not leading our families spiritually. So here's here's what I would ask you to do. I love the information age, Dale. So do you want to know how to lead your family? GTS it. Google that stuff. <laughs> so if you just Google what should a spiritual leader do? I Googled that, and I came up with all sorts of articles out there that teach a man how to lead his family, especially during this Christmas season when everything is pulling our families away from the true meaning of Christmas. So here's what I, here's what I would ask you guys to do. If, if you don't want to Google it, if you don't want to GTS it, here's my thing. I call it the old guy rule. Find an older guy in your church or an older guy that's a Christian guy that you respect and take him out to coffee. He'll probably pay for it. It's kind of an old guy rule. Lunch, coffee. The old guys usually pay for the younger guys. But here, And I would ask him, what did you do to lead your family spiritually? And if you did not do it, what did you learn from not doing it? What do you regret? And so I want to I want to leave this equipping intent and give you uh, four, four different levels of spiritual leadership, okay? So here is spiritual leadership 101. And again, I'm not going to tell you what I did spiritually with my family. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what I do right now with my wife. It could overwhelm some of you. I, I just want you to find something for you that works for you and do that next best thing. So spiritual leadership 101. Hopefully you're doing this. This is like basic spiritual leadership. Go to church regularly. <laughs> it's, I'm embarrassed I'm saying that. If you don't have a local church, 
Start taking your family to church. I have a lot of guys that don't go to church. They go, oh, I don't need to go to church. I go, you don't. maybe you don't, but your family does. And where is your family if you're not plugged into a local church? I believe in the local church. I believe God is using the local church in the midst of her failures, in the midst of her faults. God is using her. This season, attend a Christmas Eve service. Make sure you do that. Start giving to those who are building God's kingdom. Read your Bible. Serve others. That's that's spiritual leadership 101. It starts with you. Basically, everything I mentioned here started with you. You do these things. Spiritual leadership 201. Attend a local church with your family. Now we want you to take your family with you, right? Mandate, yes, require it that your teenagers and children regularly attend youth group of their choosing. Mandate it. Serve, serve in your local church. Annually read the Christmas, Christmas and Easter story to your family. Get involved in a couple's group with your wife. Read your Bible consistently. Pray over each family member before they go to bed. Read a verse a day for a family at mealtime. Um, let them watch you tithe. Like when you give at church, let them watch you put the check. Do not pay online if you have children. Do not pay online. Let your kids see your giving. All right. Spiritual Leadership 301. We're starting to up the game here, Dale. Includes your kids in the giving process by letting them put your giving check in the offering. Lead a couple. Lead. So now you're not just attending a couple's group. Lead a couple's group with your wife. Have your children pray over you before they go to bed. Serve regularly alongside your children in the local church. Find projects within the local church, church work days, you know, stuff like this to serve next to your child. Read and study your Bible consistently and let your children catch you doing it. Tell them what you're learning. Spiritual Leadership 401. Okay, this is this is varsity spiritual leadership here. Pray over others with your children. So when you're at church and somebody tells you to have a prayer need, stop, pray with them right now with your kids right there. Regularly read your and study your Bible with your family. So do a family devotion time. Have them have your family tell you what they're learning about Jesus and about the Bible and about being a follower of Christ. Take your family on a missions trip and involve them in the process of fundraising for it. Don't just pay their way. Make them engage. Have your children read the Christmas and Easter story to you. Mentor another couple with your wife. So these are all things... That, that I've just thrown together brainstorm. Guys, here's what I want. I, I really don't care what you do. Just please do something. I had a friend once tell me, sometimes wrong, never in doubt. In other words, just make a choice and go with it. And so, guys, I really want to encourage you during this Christmas season to make some choices, to lead your family spiritually. Don't sit on your hands. Don't sit on your butt. Don't sit in the living room. Get engaged with your family, guys. Hey, one of the things you can do to spiritually grow is to head on over to our website, meninarena.org, and grab a free electronic version of my bathroom book for men. When you do, we'll add you to our weekly equipping blast for men. It's designed to help you become your best version. It's not some kind of marketing promotional garbage. It is actually designed only to equip you. I don't think we have anything promotional on there, do we? No. I don't think so. I think it's only equipping. So anyway, you guys head on over there and take care of that. And we are a nonprofit, crowdfunded organization that exists to help you become your best version of Christ. And we're able to offer this podcast for free, all of our resources free to missionaries, active military, and men in underdeveloped nations because of a large group of generous financial champions. And we would encourage you to get on that team. You can do that at meninarena.org slash donate. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. 
Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Start leading. Grind it out and be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.